Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Friday. This is the Daily Draft Report, your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tight's prospect has got a ton of buzz lately. Climbed up draft boards. Edge rusher from Florida State, Jermaine Johnson. He was a senior, six foot five, two hundred sixty pounds, two hundred sixty pounds. My guest tonight is Mr. Jack Bretnell. Jack, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, Mike. I'm good. Yeah, good to be here. Excellent. I'm really happy to have you on here talking about this guy. Real quick, we'll go through his recruiting profile. He was a JUCO transfer from Independence Community College, and he landed at Florida State. He was a the number one. Juco player out of that class, which is hard to read. I think it was 2019. Uh, so some of this I, I have trouble reading on these 24-7, but I think he was 2019 Juco class. Four-star guy. He had offers from Georgia, Colorado, Oregon, Arizona, Arizona State. Everybody was going out of, after him. Ended up going to Georgia for two seasons before transferring over to Florida State this last season. Didn't get a whole lot of play in Georgia last year, though. He did have five sacks in limited duty this year at Florida State. He had 37, or sorry, 70 total tackles, 11 and a half sacks, a couple pass deflections, a defensive touchdown, forced fumbles, fumble recovery. I mean, he had just about everything, just a wrecking ball at Florida State this last year. Jack, we're going to go ahead and get right into this. What traits and attributes does Johnson possess that you think will make him successful in the NFL? I mean, I think first off, it's his, it's his pass rush. I think it's the multitude of ways he can win as well. I think you can see he's got good speed. I mean, he's not an elite speed guy, but he's got good first step, good quickness. Um, I think he can win by you know tackling tackle, uh, taking tackles on around the outside. I think his his main way of winning though is through power. I'd say he's one of the best power rushers in the class. Got a really good ball rush. I think anyone who saw the senior bowl tape would have seen him go up against Darian Kennard, who's obviously big man mountain tackle from Kentucky, um, and he just completely floored him. So I think that that easy projection when you're looking uh, to the NFL. So that that's I'd say probably the the, the big part is the pass rush. Um, but he's a technique um, player as well. I mean, don't just think he's a traits guy. Uh, he's got good hand usage, uh, good hand placement. He's got a lot of moves. He knows how to win in different ways, and he can read tackle momentum and and set up different approaches. So I think yeah, that that that's it for me. Um, I think his run defense isn't talked about enough though. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. that that was one of the things that really surprised me on film. Obviously, having seen the senior ball tape, going back and watching him, you expect a good pass rusher, but his ability against the run was was what stood out on, on tape for me. Um, again, good hand placement, good length, and really, really strong. You know, can hold his ground, sets the edge well, which if you're going to see the field in the NFL as a rookie, you need to be able to rush the passer and stop the run. And I think he ticks both boxes. Right. Yeah, to see 70, 70 tackles from an edge rusher, I was shocked. Because, yeah. you know, watching the games, I didn't think he was that – I didn't think he was a liability in run defense, but I didn't realize how good he was in run defense. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he diagnoses plays really quick. Um, he's he's able to – because of his hand, his tricks, like you said, his <laughs> kind of a bag of tricks, you know, he's got a spin, a speed rip, pull rush, swim move, you know, so he kind of can break off of those. When he's engaged, he can easily separate and make a tackle, which is really impressive to see from him. Um, I loved his burst, his explosiveness, and he's just a, <laughs> he's a killer. Like, he is a stone-cold killer. He's I mean, mean. 
is. He, is. he, he plays like I know it's a, an old scouting cliche, but he's a classic plays with his hair on fire kind of exactly. guy. Exactly. Yeah. Like he just relentless every snap. I think he, he averaged like over 60, 60 snaps per game this season, which is ridiculous. When you compare him to some of the other guys that are being given first round height, a lot of them were situational guys. A lot of them were third down specialists. He just like he never left the field. But but the effort never never kind of dropped. It was always just hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. He did he saw a lot of he was a lot of effort and he's a leader. I like seeing that leader and he just kinda a guy that the team seemed to rally around too. And Florida State didn't have much to play for this year. So he was definitely the one of the few bright spots on the team. So all right, as far as weaknesses, I didn't see a whole lot, but Jack, what, what did you see that might potentially hinder him in the NFL? I mean, yeah, uh, exactly the same, really. I, I, do, I don't see anything major. There's no no glaring weakness that I'd be kind of panicking about him getting on the field with. Um, I think he's he's a little limited in terms of his bend, but I mean, yep. what, 6'5", 260? Like, that's not how he's going to win at the NFL level. I think he's bendy enough and quick enough to get by, but I don't think you're ever going to ask him to be a kind of pure speed throw off the edge. The one other thing I'd like to see a bit more improvement on is his, his ability to counter as a pass rusher. So he's obviously got a lot of moves. He can win in different ways. But there were times where you'd see him, if his first move failed, he was just a little bit slow to get to the get to the counter. So again, just adding that. But that, that'll come in time. That'll come with reps. I mean, right. he's only a one-year starter. So I think... You're you're not expecting him to be, you know, super advanced from a hand usage perspective, but yeah, no no major glaring weakness as far as I was concerned. Right, yeah, those are the same things I noticed. He he's not a guy that bends that edge, and sometimes you see these defensive linemen that can drop back in coverage. He's definitely not one of those. I mean, he's he's got decent enough athleticism and a lateral agility and pursuit, but I would not want him dropping back. <laughs> I think he needs no, to stay no, in the no. line. Definitely a guy that needs to stay more toward the line. I yeah. thought going into this that he was very inconsistent, but as I watched it more, I didn't maybe it wasn't as much inconsistent. It was the fact that he would just get swallowed up at times because he got so much attention from offensive lines, you know, because he was the basically the only thing at Florida State it felt like. So I don't know. The more I watched it I realized that maybe maybe it wasn't as much inconsistency as I thought it was. So I, I didn't definitely didn't question his effort as much after watching him more. But after the first try, I think you said it before show too, that the first time he watched through, it was just kind of, yeah, okay, he might be good. You know, but then the second time you're like, oh, okay, he's better than I thought. Yeah, I think it's that, that ability to to fight through all that extra attention. You know, when you look at guys like, you look at the Michigan guys, you've got Hutchinson on one side, Java on the other. Right. Teams couldn't afford to devote all their resources to one guy, whereas at Florida State they could, but he still produced pretty well. So I think you know that's only going to improve in the NFL when he's got other talented guys on the other side of him. You know the guys he's going to be playing with in the NFL are going to be better than the guys he played with at Florida State. That's for sure. All right, and as far as the mock draft database, these are just mock drafts over the last two days. I've seen him go as late as twenty-seven to the Buccaneers. Um, 19 to Philadelphia, 26 to Tennessee, but as early as nine to Denver and five to New York or seven to New York. I've seen both of those. So, I mean, he's all over the place. There's 30 to Chiefs, 23 to the Cardinals. <laughs> you know, he's going to go somewhere. I don't think he makes it to 20, but are there any teams you can think of that are really good fits for him? And I think, like him? I think his best role is as a 4 a, a 3 defensive end uh, uh so i mean 
if you're thinking of teams like that. I mean, the teams that stuck out to me were Cleveland. Um, obviously, Clowney's a free agent. I think, you know, if you got him opposite Miles Garrett, that could be. And then, obviously, you got the Eagles with, you know, what feels like a million picks in the teens. I, d- I don't see him really getting past there. I feel, you know, Harry Roseman likes defensive linemen, Derek Barnett's free agent. I think that'd be a smart pick. The yeah. floor uh, for me would be the Cowboys at 24. I I think, you know, again, Randy Gregory, I think he's a free agent. Um, if you add him and then you've got Michael Parsons rushing from <laughs> from linebacker, you know, it's going to be a, a scary defensive front. So That'd be pretty nice. as much as, as a Packers fan, I'm gutted he went drop to us. I think, yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys is the floor at 24. Yeah, I, th- I would be stunned if he made it past the Eagles too. Their defense is just getting older, and he feels mm-hmm. like an he feels like an Eagles type of player too. It's, yeah, it'd be interesting. It's he he does play standing up and with the, in the dirt, but I definitely think he's better. Like he said, in a four three in, teams will be tempted to put him more standing up because he's only two sixty, but. I, I don't know. I, I don't see that. And he's. I think he could easily add 20 pounds and probably not be affected at all if they decided they wanted him to be a little bigger. So, yeah, I think that's a good call there. So, All right, and then uh, do you play fantasy, like IDP fantasy or a little bit? Uh, I do. Not a ton of IDP, but I do. I do. I do double. Gotcha. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll field this one. And as far as an IDP rookie draft, if you got a mix rookie and IDP, I think Jermaine Johnson's probably one of the top players off the board. I think I actually like him a little more than I like Hutchinson even. I think Thibodeau's got that high upside, but I like that Jermaine can give you that those tackles floor and we'll still get the sack. So um, I usually don't target IDP guys until later in the second round. You know, usually the offensive guys get all the love. So he's a guy that I would target, you know, later in the second round is one of the top, you know, three or four IDPs off the board for rookies. So because I do think he's going to be a guy who gets you know, 60 tackles and probably close to 10 sacks. I mean, that's, I think is probably, I would not say that's probably close to his ceiling, but it's probably also probably pretty close to his floor. I think he's going to be a pretty consistent guy. I don't think he's going to cost you a lot either. So yeah, he's a guy I'm targeting late in the second round of my rookie draft. So thank you, Jack. Thank you for coming on. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you are working on? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore Brentnell. That's B-R-E-N-T-N-A-L-L. Um, and I write all my stuff over at the Jet Sweep, which is the, uh, the hyphen jet hyphen sweep uh, dot com. So you can find me there. Excellent. Thank you, Jack. I saw your, what was that, a thread on you did on Jermaine Johnson? Or was it the article? There's my scout I, report um, yeah, there you go. Like on Jermaine. You. And there'll be probably, I'm aiming for probably about, well, five a week. Uh, up until the draft, so if you follow me on Twitter, you'll get you'll get plenty of them. Yeah, this is a fun time of year if you're if you're into the scouting and stuff. So this this show has given me a chance to talk to a lot of really cool people. So I have a Mel Kuyper for some reasons blowing me off, but the old the old windbag. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't say that, Mel. Sorry. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. This podcast daily draft RPRT. My work at Dynasty Nerds and Campus to Canton. Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a fantastic weekend. Talk to you Monday. Bye.